Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Begin. Again. I'm not going to go all I. I'm not going to go all Irish and say thir- thirty-four. Is that episode thirty-four? We're on. This is episode thirty-four. How long? It's actually we started in November twenty twenty-two, and it's July. No, it's impressive. I was, thinking, I was thinking this earlier whilst in the shower. Actually, oh. how long do you think can we can go on for? I don't know. As long as you want, Rob. Yeah, as long as, long as I want. All right, as long okay. As you want. It's in your court. It's all in your court. It's just, you know. Laura messaged me and said, "Do we keep him entertained on a Thursday night?" And I just said, "How long for?" She went, "Well, as long as you can." Indefinitely, indefinitely. Yeah. So here we are doing episode thirty-four. Dear, oh dear. Yeah, it's been, it's good. It is good, and we've got some guests on. We've been there've been a couple of weeks where we haven't had any guests. Mm. Who was the last guest that we had on? Um, it was Natalie Jolly and Ken Rushton. Wasn't it? Was that the last guest that we had on? It's got to be. It's got to yeah. be. So in in that call, no, we talk- you had the Stoke Fit lot. Oh yes, of course. So we had Stoke Fit lot. He was just well, the guest last guest that both was interviewed. It was yeah. Ken Rushton and Natalie Jolly. Then we had a bit of a Stoke Fit takeover uh, when you were on holiday. So we had the Stoke Fit crew in. Uh, but the last time we were both together to do an interview, um, it was Stoke Fit special, and we mentioned about these two people that we were going to ask to come on, and they both agreed. So we have got Carl Moulton and Emma Taylor coming on today, which is really exciting. But anyway, before we get them on. I want to talk about my running. No. <laughs> we talked I about I it last should. I think we should get the listeners in. We should get <laughs> no. the listeners in. Come on. No. Guests. No, no. 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 Because I have actually done some running. Some serious. Well, I wouldn't say serious, serious running compared to like Carl or Emma or yourself. But for me, it has been quite a lot of running. I'm just going to uh, bring training peaks up so I can give my unbiased opinion of this serious and running I, of yours. And that's what I want to have, unbiased opinion. Um, so last Thursday we did we did we did the um, the conference. I was going to say then the call and the, the silly the toe. Here he is, the silly yeah. toe. So I went out and did it a run on the Thursday. Uh, normally I don't have anything scheduled for a Friday, but Hang I on. had some last, last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. forty five minutes easy and strides yeah. done. Yeah, ticked done. off. Clients green. Yeah, very good. Friday went. I had some spare time and Stoke Fit do a bit of a speed session. So I thought, nah, I'll go to that. And I really enjoyed that. 300 meters of 5K pace. I got a couple of laps of warm up. It was on a track. So a couple of laps warm up. 300 meter at 5K pace, 75 second uh, recovery run, walk if you want to walk. Mm five times and then it was three um three minutes just of easy running around the track and then the same again so 300 meter 5k pace followed by 75 minutes recovery run then followed by sprints you're and turning out some good paces on those intervals you know and i thought i thought i was as well well you you're looking i mean lap 
What, so what do you? My last lap, I think my last lap was probably one of my best as well. You've got well, a... The last 300 metre. It took you a bit to get into. First one, yeah. took it a bit cautiously. Eight and a half yeah. minute mile pace. I know, yeah. I think I don't know why, but I just I think because we all set off at different times, I wasn't sure whether I was should be doing it or not at that point. So I shouted to Steve who was running it. He says, yeah, go. So I was like, okay. Yeah, six six fifty seven. Mm-hmm. 7.09 per mile, 7.14, 7.15. Heart rate pushing up to towards that lactate threshold, I'd, I'd imagine. It's a good little yeah. workout. And then how long was your rest for? I could see your rest. 75 seconds. 75 second rest. And then yeah. it looks like you had uh, three minutes between sets. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, three minutes of recovery running. And then we did sprints at the end. So we just did a few sprints, 15-second sprints. And I won. <laughs> I won every one of them uh, against quite a, quite a good runner, Steve Jennings. He is a very uh, for, for long distances. He is very good. And he's very fast. Uh, so I was very proud of that fact. I don't know if Steve listens to the show, but the Stoke Fit crew that are listening, I beat Steve Jennings. Stride length, <laughs> that is stride length. I think it is. I'm not sure whether Steve let me win or not. I think he was probably being nice to me. <laughs> so if you are listening, Steve, thank you very much. But then. I did that and I came home and Laura still wasn't, she was out with Arthur doing something, I can't remember. So I said, I went on a stag do a couple of weeks ago and the guys that went on a stag do just invited me to go and play football. I was like, oh, football if I'm friends. free football, and some more football friends. Football friends. So I, I went and I played football. Uh, I think it was like 27-10 or something resolved. It was like five versus four. I scored 15-ish goals. Uh, so I did that. I was knackered after that. Saturday Alan, was Alan, twenty minutes of football. You covered three and a half yeah. miles. You covered, you covered well, just under five. Well, just over five k in that five k. Yeah, this is impressive, silly toe. I'm telling you. I know. So I didn't stop there. Uh, so combined run club, the second uh, third meet of the combined run club went to the Whammy. It was absolutely torrential rain. So we did that, and that was a quite a nice run. Uh, 28 minutes I think I got it was a, quite a steady run and then I did a bit of mushroom back for a couple of people that came running with us Nat Larvin shout out to Nat I think she, she is a listener to the show so shout out to Nat um, Sunday first long run in a long long time so this 90 minutes I'm the most easy. impressed about I've got to say yeah. it now we've been banging on about it for a long time that you need to get your consistency back and you need to get a long run in 90 minutes well one hour twenty nine and one second. I know. I don't know what happened there. It was one hour. It was one hour thirty. I don't know why it was one hour twenty nine and one. Is it moving time? Did you do you stop your watch at traffic lights? No, I didn't stop my watch, but it might have stopped it on traffic lights. One yeah, it It all can't move in time. Might have, pa- might have paused. It's so you, you, you had a minute at traffic lights, I'd imagine. But a yeah. good, a good long run. That's mm. what we. That's what we need, Rob. We need plenty yeah. more of them. So that's what, and then when Monday went out with Stoke Fit and did the medium short, which was diagnosed, prescribed as 60 minutes easy. And I think I did 54 minutes, 54 minutes. Yeah. Fair. And then football Tuesday. I'll tell you what. And then a rest yesterday. And then I've been out again today. That's five days on the bounce worth of exercise. We'll start calling you Dave Morton. (laughs) He'll be done now. He won't won't run now for three weeks. (laughs) Well, saying that, I'm going to watch uh, Man City versus Arsenal. So I'll be cheering for Man City, so I'm not quite a lot much like Dave Moore. I'm going to watch him in the Community Shield. Oh, Community Shield. The rivalry reignited. Yeah. What's what's your prediction? 6-1 City. No, I don't think it's going to be that hard. I think I'm going to go cautious 2-0 to City. Who's going to score? Harland, obviously. He scores all the time. 
and I'm going to go for Del Foden. 2-0. Harlan first goal scorer. Foden second goal scorer. Fair play. There Interesting. Be a good game, that will. Yeah. Reignite yeah. the rivalry early on. Love it. Yeah. So anyway, back to running, <laughs> like we're here for. There you go. So that's my week of running. You've done well there, to be fair. I mean, last week you ran 33.5 miles. Mm. That's, yeah, that's that's an impressive week. And I think yeah. that's the thing. You've got your consistency back. Do you feel better for it? I do. I do. I must admit, I really do. Uh, I've been getting in my ice bath. I've been doing my recovery. We'll talk about recovery after we've had the interview with uh, Carl and Emma. Yeah. Because there's a new app that we're both going to be using. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, good stuff. Shall we get Carl and Emma on? Should we get them on? Should we have a listen? Okay. So we are here. We have two very, very special guests on the podcast. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Natalie Jolly and Ken Rushton, well, a couple of months ago, actually, uh, with the Potter's Off special. And Ken suggested that we get Carl Moulton in and Emma Taylor in to come and talk to us because they won Potter's Half last year and then they won it again this year. Uh, so we've got Carl in and we've got Emma. Hello, hello. Carl. Hello, Emma. Hello. <laughs> hello. How are you doing? So I don't, know what to, I don't know if you want to introduce yourselves. Just a bit of a, an introduction of uh, what's your name? Bill out blind date. What's your name and where'd you come from? And... Um, I don't know. What else can we ask you? <laughs> What's your name? Where'd you come from? Go on, Emma. Two questions. <laughs> question to number one. <laughs> yeah, question number one, Emma. <laughs> um, Emma Taylor. I'm from um, originally Blackbridge, live in Trentham, and I run for City of Stoke AC. Thank you, Emma. Carl? Carl Moulton. I run, run for the Alloy Running Club. I've uh, been running since 2008. Ah, so not really recently then, 14 years, 14, 15 yeah, yeah, years. Long, yeah. So there's time for me yet. Non-stop, like literally constantly <laughs> yeah. since 2008. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we don't normally start with this, we normally wait until the end, but I'm really excited to ask these questions. I really want to know this. So we're going to start with your PBs. So we'll go to you first, Carl. What's your 5K PB? 5K is 15.32. Oh my god. Stop. Stop. Oh my god. Emma? 1626. Well, she was shaking her head when Carl said 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh, she's going to say something like, I don't know. Then she says 16 minutes. Oh, okay. 1626, yeah. Wow. Where were, they, where were they done at both? Were they just, can you remember where you did them? Mine was Christensen. Mine was oh. Mid Cheshire. Right. Are they part runs or are they just races? No. No races here. The races. Just the races. And they are renowned for being fast. fast yeah. Are they? All oh, right. Okay. I might, might have to try that then. I've got my PB at 24.16. Sounds really, really bad. 24. It's all, it's, it's, is it yours reversed, that, Emmy? Did you get, say, 16.24? 16.26. Ah, so <laughs> mine's kind of reversed. So 24.16 at the Whammy. Yeah, so 10K PBs. We'll go to you first, Emmy. 440. What was that, sorry? 440. 3440. And Carl? 3139. Oh my life. Okay, you moving two on. Make me sick. <laughs> you on. make me sick. <laughs> Half marathon PBs, Carl first. Is 109. I'm going 47. What? Jeez, Louise. That was yeah, this okay. year. 
Wow. At, at where? Wrexham. Oh, Wrexham. Okay. And Emma? 7730. Wow. Where was that one? And that was Wrexham, but not oh, this so. year. Ah, okay. So you both got it at Wrexham. Yeah. So Wrexham's a good place okay. to go if you want to PB. Yeah, Wrexham's good. Yeah. And have you both what done... Have you done... Down? Yeah, yeah. Have you both done marathons? I presume you both have done marathons. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your PB, Emma? I've done one marathon, okay. and it was a two hours forty-seven and Jesus. twelve seconds. Oh my! Marathon. My first marathon, two thousand and twenty-one in London, two hours oh. forty-seven. Jesus. It's the wow. one that it, it. That's the one that needs to change. Out yeah. of all of them. And me half and me marathon, I want quicker. Right, okay. And are you planning on doing that soon? Or have you got anything? London any, next year. Are you doing London next year? Okay, okay. London next year, yeah. Okay. Carl, what's your PB for marathon? Uh, 2.36.44 this year, At... which I was disappointed with. You were just... I knew you were going to say that. I was happy because it was a PB, but disappointed because I know I'm capable of faster. But where was Didn't that? Every runner, like every runner's like disappointed with their their PBs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm quite happy with my PBs. <laughs> where was? Where did you do that one? At Manchester this year. Ah, so okay, so we're doing Manchester next year. So that's where I went. My P, my PB for half marathon is one fifty nine. Uh, 159.04, which I'm really, really proud about. I got under two hours, and I'm, 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 I've only done one Manchester. I've only done one marathon, so absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Dilito, you need to get running if you're going to PB. You can't well, can't PB from the couch, mate. <laughs> if Carl's only been doing it for 15 years, there's time for me yet. There's, there's, there's hope for me yet. Go on, absolutely then. amazing absolutely amazing so I suppose the first question well that's not the first question but how did you get into running so you've only been running from 2008 Carl how did you get into running um, I basically started for charity my granddad uh, passed away with Parkinson's disease so I just okay. did the Potter's Half Marathon for charity uh, I realised I was okay I did one hour 30 and 40 seconds that, that year yeah that's I'm okay. okay I'm that's okay, okay. running my first half I'm all <laughs> I didn't do a great lot of training. I spent a lot of time in the pub, but uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that and just built up from there, really. And started so that's training. similar. That's a similar story to me, see. That's what me and Carl, we're very similar, me and Carl. Um, I started running through charity, for a charity because my granddad passed away with Parkinson's as well. That's why I started yeah, well, running. I did, I did Potter's Off or Parkinson's UK. So yeah, similar, same, yeah. similar, similar story. There you go. Emma, same what, trajectory, what? Rob. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> fifteen years in fifteen years' time, when I'm fifty, <laughs> I will be running <laughs> sub one hour thirty mar- half marathons. <laughs> Emma, what, what what got you into running? Um, a friend signed me up for Manchester Half back in 2018. All oh, right, okay. So and that, that, and 2018. That yeah. That's when you that started running. That was my first race under like a club, yeah. So I just done like kept fit, yeah. Because um, I'm from a badminton background, so when I was younger, I was I played badminton. That was my that was my sport. And then as I grow older, that I just did that socially. And then um, I, I had a little little family, little Jack. And then uh, yeah, just went on the gym and kept fit that way. Just jumped on the treadmill. Started doing park runs, and then a friend said, "Let's do Manchester Half," and that was 2018. As you do, yeah. and that was a 132. Wow, 132. 132. 
almost as quick as mine first. Yeah, yeah. but mine yeah. was a lot flatter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first race. What was your, what was your first ever race call? Was that Potter's Off then? It was yeah, it was Potter's Off. Yeah, that one I just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the same as that's the same as me with Potter's Off, and it's not a it's not an easy one to choose as your first half. No, I remember it being red off as well, and uh, I did something stupid on the Wednesday before on a 14-mile run and new trainers, so I had blisters all over my feet. Oh, don't know wow. why I did that. 14-mile uh, <laughs> run before a, po- before, before, before a half marathon, just knock yeah, out a 14-mile. sure I could run 13 miles. Which... <laughs> <laughs> and you did it again on the Saturday as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. What's your most memorable race? I suppose that's your first race, but what's your most memorable race that you can think of that either because of it was a PB or because something happened or something that you didn't expect to happen. What was the most memorable race? Carl, we'll go for you first. Probably winning the pots, to be fair. It's the yeah. one thing I never thought would happen because there's yeah. so many good runners around. Um, I just think, I didn't think it'd ever happen. Yeah. And then this year running across the line with my daughter was just made me day. Yeah, I saw I saw that. I can remember seeing that when I, I obviously yeah. I, I didn't see it firsthand because I was like two hours behind you. <laughs> but I saw it. I saw it on Insta, on Facebook. So hang on a minute. You won Potter's off this year. Yeah. But you had time to collect your daughters, presume spectating yeah. across the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad threw her off the fence. To be fair. Wow, that is. That's memorable, anyway. I knew it was That's... well clear because um, somebody told me it was well clear, so I knew I had time to just pick her up and run in. Fair play, so yeah, yeah, good memory. I wanted my son coming, but he, he was ill with tonsillitis, so unfortunately he was throwing up at home. Oh so dear. Maybe next year then, when you win it next year again. <laughs> Pressure's on now, isn't it, for the trip? Yeah, <laughs> for the trip, yeah. Emma, what's your most memorable race? Um, obviously, Patters, yeah. because it's such a it's a local race um i think tenby 10k was my first race in an england vest and i won yeah and um it was after potters last year it was a horrendous course as you can imagine yeah. being in tenby start starting uphill mickle was there taking photos and we were starting up a hill and i thought this is not gonna be like a nice race but winning that um in your first race in an England vest, I, I couldn't ask for more. But then you got the other aspects of, you know, when you're at Potters, everyone's local, you got all the, you know, people out on course who know you. So they're, they're special, but in in different ways. Yeah. So talk to us about England. So you've, you you run, you run for England. Yeah. Oh, in the old bird categories, because, you know, it's Masters, English Masters. Right. Okay. But even still, so, English Masters, it's it's still an achievement to say you've ran for England in in, in, in a yeah. race, and you've won as well. And Not I just won. ran. Yeah. You've you've won. So how many races have you done for England yeah. then? Just one last year. Um, okay. It was England v Wales. Yeah. In Tenby, and you had to run the qualifying time and put your name forward to be selected, and they took um, runners for five k, ten k and a half marathon distance in the V35 upwards in the age categories. Right, okay. Wow. Wow, amazing. That, that must have been an amazing feeling, though. Yeah. Not just beating not just beating the Welsh. And we have got some Welsh <laughs> listeners, so I'm not going to diss the Welsh. Be careful. I'm not going to diss the Welsh. I'm not going to alienate ourselves from the Welsh, but beating the Welsh as well. 
and it's your first race that you've run for England and you win it. Yeah. Absolutely. You couldn't ask for it. I couldn't have asked for any, anything more, really. You know, yeah. it's just like the icing on the cake. You're in your England vest and you win. Yeah. So what yeah. more could you want? Yeah, Add your daughter off the fence. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe yes, that Jack should have been there and I could have grabbed him and thrown him into the mix. <laughs> maybe I might do that next year. If we get the hat trick um, potters, I might see if someone can't hand him to me and I can run him with him. You're so you're back to back winners, aren't you? I was going to say, yeah. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm coming for you next year, Carl. You're not having it. I'm having it. I'm going to go into beast mode. No, I don't have any chance. <laughs> Talking about talk, talking about so you, you've only been running since 2018. I mean, you've been running since 2008, uh, Carl. What what would you say are your top tips to get yourself to a point of where you can do what you do? And I'm gonna let Ben ask some questions. It's not just gonna be me, and I'm taking over the questions. But you're asking good questions, Rob. To be but, fair, quite <laughs> yeah. Probably the most important thing is consistency. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotta get out the door as consistent as possible i know it's not easy to get out every day i run six days a week some days i run twice and that that's the key mainly to improving yeah yeah and keeping fit and staying fit yeah i noticed that you've joined our strava lead as well at league leaderboard uh, carl yeah, so yeah we're, we're expecting to be announcing your name quite a few times if you're out six days a week i don't know if you've noticed Emma. i don't know if you know we've got a strava leaderboard if you want to join and give a bit of competition to carl you're more than welcome oh. to join us <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how many miles. How many miles do you do, Carl, a week? I taper down this time of year. I'm probably on about fifty at the minute. Then it'll get oh. less as the year goes on. <laughs> taper down on fifty. Taper down on fifty. It'll get less as it comes. I open a bottle of champagne and have a pizza if I eat 50 miles a week. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good week for me and I've done 20. What would you work out? I think it was like 30 miles this week and that's a really good you week You did 33 me. miles this week. Yeah, that's a good week for me for running. Yeah, Emma, what, what would you say? So we've got consistency. We talk about consistency quite a lot on this podcast and, and um, we talked about it last week because I wasn't very consistent and getting back the consistency. Have you got anything else to add that you would say is a top tip? Get a massage. Okay. Keep yourself in injury free. Yeah, I, I'm fortunate enough that I am sponsored uh, by a local um, sports therapist, so I I don't have to pay, which is is great. I go and see him every four to six weeks. One, give him a shout know. out. You can do it. It's uh, Richard Sale from RDS Massage. Is at True Grit in Stoke, and I've been seeing him since Potter's. I've seen him every week, and I've had shockwave off him because obviously I'm a little bit injured at the moment. But going to see him every four to six weeks or going to see any sports masseuse to get, like, any knots out, niggles, you know, we're putting our bodies through running six days a week, sometimes easy runs, sometimes hard runs. You know, we aren't spring chickens anymore. And it's a lot for our bodies to do and and not have them looked after. I would say stretching as well, but... Don't. I'll be honest. You should. You don't do it. I, don't. <laughs> I stretch when I'm injured, and then as soon as that goes, yeah, runners don't like stretching. Old habits. I, I have you... stretched. Fifteen years, I, I've probably stretched when I've been injured, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Where I don't even know Mick Air who I run with runs for my club. He stretches every day. Swears by it. Yeah. I just, I when I stretch, I seem to get niggles, so I don't stretch. We're reactive, not proactive, right? As runners, yeah, that's what that's you do. It. Yeah. 
But now you've said get a massage as Rob's running coach. I know what he's gonna he's gonna be driving down the M6 expecting me to rub his back. <laughs> no, <laughs> not I don't mean like candle candle. No. Silly <laughs> toe. Silly you know. toe. It's not happening, mate. Uh, to be fair, I when I was when I, when I was training for London, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He was it uh, was a sports massage, and I went to that, and I did. I I benefited greatly from that. I think I had about three or four, um, just on the lead up to London because I was getting quite high mileage. Nothing like yourself, Carl. Probably the low end of what you were getting to fifty miles a week, and I did find the benefit from it. So that is something that is definitely a top tip. Yeah. Top tip. And I think to, for the people that are listening out there, I, I say I stretch, I don't stretch. To be, to be honest with you, what I do is before a, before a race, I've got a bit of a, a thing that I do the night before I do a bit. I watch a YouTube video of a guy doing stretches and then I watch a, a YouTube video you in the morning. You watch someone stretching. That ain't yes. No, I know. No, I watch them and I do. Not just watch them. <laughs> I'm not just going to watch them. I do the same as what they do. Uh, and and that does help me actually. So I think stretching is is a good point, but we don't tend to do a lot of stretching. Go on, Ben. I've got. I'll let you ask some questions. So from what I gather, um, I mean, you're coached. Yeah. Paul, are you coached, or you just design your own programs? Uh, or Mick Ed does our schedules, and he's we call him coach. Paul <laughs> yeah. other stuff. So in terms of your. <laughs> In terms of your week, what does it look like if you were to give a, a breakdown of a week? So I, I do roughly two sessions a week myself um, with my long run at the weekend. What does your week, what's the breakdown of your weeks roughly, Emma? we start with you. So I do an easy run Monday. Yeah. A session Tuesday, usually longer, a longer session. Yeah. Um, recovery run Wednesday. A shorter session at Northwood on the track. Friday is a rest day. I don't run, but I've just started adding a gym session in. And then Saturday will be either an easy run or a tempo run. Sunday, long run. If I don't put tempo on the Saturday, I'll put some miles at pace in my Sunday run. Yeah. So really two, three sessions a week, long run, two easy runs in a gym and a strength session. And you cope well with that, just that one rest day, but you, you've got that recovery run, which is probably what, zone one running on a... Yeah, recovery runs, it's... I, I don't look at my watch, just yeah. go off. Especially on a Tuesday, because obviously... The, on a Wednesday, sorry, because they're tired from the Tuesday and I want them ready for the Thursday... But recovery runs as slow as you want to go. It's about just getting the lactic acid and the rubbish all out of your legs, ready to to go again. Yeah. So it's there at eight eight thirty, and I know Carl's dead good at doing his easy runs, super easy. Right, my easy Um, runs are nine, ten minute miles. Yeah, and that gives your legs time to get rid of everything else. But the recovering because it's not. I mean, nine minute mile for Carl. is easy yeah it's one of the things i struggle to get the people i coach to understand straight away is what a true easy run is like so i think listeners out there as well i think we've spoken about it quite a lot about easy runs and rob was 
one we we did quite a lot of work with you in the build up mm. to London, didn't we, Rob? About getting you running truly easy, conversational pace, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so a lot to be said about making sure you're saving yourself for your harder sessions, right, and putting your effort in there. Yeah, yeah. Like Emma said, it's getting the lactic acid out your legs. So if you run to low heart rate, it's usually a good indication of your heart rates. 100 to 120 it's it's usually a good guide yeah it's good stuff Carl what does your week look like without giving yeah, any pretty, secrets away for me beating yeah, you at Potters next year well, so look at my, uh, pretty pretty similar to Emma's it's easy on a Monday 5 or 6 yeah. easy speed session on a Tuesday usually some intervals like 12 400s at 5k 10k pace yeah. Wednesday will probably be easy again 5 or 6 miles Thursday yeah. will be a tempo run at marathon pace or half marathon, so it'll be 10 miles with six miles at marathon, or something similar to that. Friday will just be an easy, Saturday will be a rest day. Sometimes we put a tempo in on a Saturday with marathon training, mm. and then a long run on a Sunday at seven-minute mile in sort of pace. Are you, are you both doing all these workouts on your own, or do you, do you go club with track, or what? what's your... Because obviously you've got your specific sessions designed for you, you're doing them on your own. Because that's something I struggle with is doing these workouts on your own. I um, My Tuesday, Tuesdays and Thursdays are always with the group. Unless something crops up and I need to do it earlier, which makes it, I agree, 10 times harder trying to do a session on your own. Mine are always with a group um, with Stoke. We go Keel Uni on a Tuesday and we're at Northwood on the track on a Thursday. It tends to be my Saturdays and my Sundays that are on my own. I don't mind doing a tempo on my own and like a Sunday one because I can just plod around. But um, if it was to come to hard reps, I like to have one there to either chase or to be following with me or just so I don't feel like I'm doing it on my own and, you know, it's hard work and I'm the only one doing it. <laughs> it's it's so hard because you could just think, this is so hard, I could stop, you know. Um, whereas when you're, in, when you're in that group mentality, it's more like a race and people can drag you along a bit more than what they can do if you're on your own. Yeah. And what about you, Carl? So we, we meet up, a few of us meet up in Butt Lane and uh, we all do his own thing. So sometimes I'll run with some other people if they're at the same pace as me for that session. If not, we just turn around after the session, meet up for the cool down. Uh, with regards of a long run, usually I've got someone with me on the long runs for seven minute miling. There's usually somebody who comes out with me. It does make it yeah. easier. You could just yeah, have a chat and switch off sort of thing. Yeah. But even if I'm on my own, I can go around at seven minute miles to switch off. It, it doesn't bother me either way. And we know a good podcast you can listen to as well if you want recommended. <laughs> Dude, the question I've got a question. Do you ever get I wouldn't say sick of running, but do you ever get disheartened with running at times and think to yourself, Oh, it's oh, it's a bit of a slog, I can't be bothered? Because I think a lot of us a lot of I would call myself a running now. I, I do a lot of running, so I'm I'm a runner. At, at times I'm thinking, oh, I just can't be bothered. Or is it easy for you to go out and do it, Emma? Shaking no. your head. So, no, like, you know, if, if it's cold, it's wet, it's windy, or, you know, I've had a bad day at work, or I'm tired, or yeah. things maybe I'm training and I'm not hitting the paces that I want to, and I feel like it's harder than it should be, it makes it 10 times harder. Yeah. Um. And it's, a, it's the grind, like at the moment, like I am coming back 
from an injury and I know when I start wrapping like properly doing full sessions I'm going to be off that pace and it's going to feel harder than what it should than what it should do but that's and then I'll just think you just need to stick at it but it is disheartening when you know how quick you have run and sometimes you can be doing everything that you've done exactly the same but you're just not running as quick or and it just feels hard work and you it, it, it is disheartening but you just know you stick at it and it does it does change I think you run best when you're running when you're confident you seem to run well and it seems mm. to be easier it's just trying to find that confidence and that can take like one session you could have a really good session and then it just kind of snowballs into a good block of training and that's all you need yeah, I think the problem is when you're not fit, is people try to chase times, which means you're more at risk of being fatigued than injured. So you've just got to be patient on building back up, aren't you? But you know that anyway, Emma, because you're just pretty smart, aren't you? But, <laughs> you know, the hardest part is going out the door, isn't it? It's for everybody. Yeah. It's raining, it's cold, I'm not going out there. And then you think, oh, two miles into the run, you're, you're okay, you're warmed up. You just plod on and get it done. Yeah. Just, to, just to put a real factor to the listeners that are listening to the show, well, we hope there's people listening to the show. Oh, we're wasting your nimble. <laughs> what does the, what do you do for a living? Because that's always an interesting thing. Like you've, you've both got families, obviously, by the sounds of it, small children. Um, what do you do for a living? Because I, I don't want people to think, oh, they're full time runners. They find it easy. Like you've got to work. What do you do? So I, I wait for seven Trent Water. Mm. Yeah. Five days a week, so I do overtime as well. I do a standby, so mm. you know I work a forty-hour week, same as most people. Yeah. Uh, so I do morning runs, so I get up at four o'clock, go for a run at half past four, then go work at seven, come wow. home, sort the kids out, go for a run, have a shower, go bed, repeat. But you ring, you ring kids that time because you're committed to it, right? So, and it's part of your enjoyment. I guess so. I'm not wrong, crazy, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Runners have something slightly wrong with them, though, don't they? So we'll go with that. Emma, what about yeah. you? I'm an office manager at a building consultancy firm. Um, I don't do 40 hours a week, but I do I do five days a week. I yeah. also, uh, you know, like, like Carl, I, I've got a, a young boy who I have to do the school runs. So I tend to finish work, quickly get changed, go to the school and then do I know I've got an hour to fit in like a run yeah, before yeah. I need to go and pick him up yeah still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast so we've got listeners out there that are to the standard that you are obviously like we were saying we've got people that are listening and running in North Staff Road Runners but for the people that have just started to run or are thinking about running, what is the key message? I know you've given us a top tip about consistency. What is the key message to start to run and to enjoy the run? What would you say? As a lasting message, lasting legacy, Carl. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. 
finally, you can stay up to date with all things Cows to Coast over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coast. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, support your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Have you got any kind of, sounds quite spiritual, uh, running mantra that you go through before you start a race this is a question that ben's sent to me so um this is ben's spirituality coming out no 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 no, no. Rob, Rob, Rob. <laughs> well let me rephrase the question when i'm running along and it gets really hard you have things that you might say in your mind like i don't know you, you might be going oh you know you need to work hard or you need to do this or you need to do that or whatever or you might come be on silly toe Come on, silly toe, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Do you have like a running mantra that you say to yourself? Because I know as runners, we talk to ourselves. We do. Do you have anything that keeps you going in those tough races, all those sessions where it's getting a little bit tough? Like I think to myself on a session, I always say to myself, if I'm thinking about giving up, never give up on the rest period. Always try another rep. And that's something that sticks with me. Do you have anything like that? We'll start with Emma. And moan, moan, <laughs> moan, moan, moan me bag off. But no, in a race, I picture time I want to jack and my family at the finish line with that time. And if they're there, I think, well, you've got to get to the end because you want to see them. So they almost kind of, and seeing the time that I want, you know, we all have that time that we, we dream of. And I think if I can picture that, and imagine that, you know, Jack and my family standing there. That's got to make anyone want to get to the finish line. It's mm. a good, good thing to think of. What about you, Carl? Pretty similar, really, yeah. Uh, I do try to remember all the good training and the good races rather than the negative. I just think if you're thinking positive, you tend to have a better run. Even if you feel rubbish on the day, you can still bring out a bit more out yourself, thinking about the good sessions you've done in the pouring down rain, knocking out good times, you know, it just seems to click on the day then. There's nothing spiritual about that question, Rob. No, I know. When I saw the word mantra, I thought, eh, we might be talking about spirituality, but we're not. I mean, I, I often think about my granddad, obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
proud of me and stuff like that. But yeah. it does get quite emotional, especially on Ports Day. Yeah, you know, I, that's the same for me. When I when I can remember the first time I crossed the finish line at Potters Off uh, three years ago, I think it was. Um, my granddad had passed away years ago previously, but I can remember the fi- last mile. And somebody said to me, and I, did, I ran for Parkinson's UK when I did the London Marathon as well, and, and for the last mile there as well, I can remember picturing my granddad, and somebody said to me, oh, you'll get really emotional and really tearful. And I was like, ah, well, it'll be fine. And I did. I can remember thinking, running running like the 23rd mile, <laughs> thinking to myself, we're going to start crying, we're going to start crying. And so, yeah, you do, when you start thinking about that, that, that spurs you on a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Definitely. <laughs> so what's next for you two then? What's the plan? Have you got anything booked in race-wise? I've got Trenton 10K. Uh, Mia Brick was on the plans before, although they put has been moved to October. Yeah. So that's so that's a North Stars Roadrunners because you are. I thought we looked before you came on yeah. your third in the Group A, but with a with a higher average than most of them, well, all of them, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm on target for winning it for the tenth time this year. So tenth time. Yeah, there's a bit of pressure there, but. So I, I chilled out when he says it as well. <laughs> no, yeah. just takes it in his stride. I thought it was about six or seven, and then Mick said, no, you've won it more than that, so I've had to have a calculation. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit disappointed in your average, Carl, because I've got an average of 50, mate, you know. He's done two races and won both races. Well <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's the, the end it's the M6, mate. I can't get up the M6 quick enough to do it. So I, do, I did Alsager and crew, but I don't think I'll be able to do any more. But 10 times, wow. Yeah. Who's your biggest something. rival in this in this this year? Who's the biggest rival in the North Staffs? Uh, Sam Crosby. Yeah, I think I think Sam listens as well. He listens to this. Have you got anything you want to say to Sam whilst you're on? <laughs> yeah, good luck. It's good to have the competition. The best year for myself was when I come second against Sam and Myatt. It was just yeah. a brilliant year, toe to toe, every race. And yeah. uh, if Ben Gamble didn't run that year, I would have won it. But it, it's about over the year, the average, like you said. It was just yeah. a good year. I don't mind Sam winning that year. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's a good runner as well. Sam is. I've I've, I've spoken to him a couple of times. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a really good runner. Yeah. So having that, yeah, it is having that rivalry is but still spur you on. Yeah. What about yourself, Emmy? Um, I'm hoping to get some consistency back training, but we have got um, Mid Cheshire, which is the 5K that we spoke about earlier. I'm not sure I'll be in PB shape for it, but hopefully be in PB shape for Lake Verney, middle of September, and then Manchester half in the October. And we'll see if we can uh, get a PB, and then we'll start getting the miles up, getting into marathon training. Yeah. Marathons on the cards. It will be London in April next oh, year. Of course, so after London, Christmas, yeah. yeah, after Christmas we'll we'll kick back in um and train for London. Yeah. Mm. That's when I, that's when I'll we'll start training for Man uh, for Manchester in, in, just after Christmas. Just as I'm yeah. getting married and wanting to go on honeymoon as well. <laughs> <laughs> I get married in January, so um, the training will start whilst I'm in honeymoon somewhere, probably. Yeah, plenty of time. Oh, at least it'll be warm, warm weather, won't it? Yeah, yeah, I've got plenty of time. So we've got yeah. a couple of questions actually here from listeners. So we put a bit of a shout out there on Instagram to say that you were coming on, and we did have a couple of questions. Uh, so this one specifically for you, Carl. It was from Kieran Bedford. He asks, 
could you ask Carl about his one mile run he does like four or five hours before a race? Yeah, so I always go around the block, um, just just to get warmed up, really, <laughs> and, and also. They won't be gross, but it helps me go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> well, if anything helps, I suppose it's a good option. Yeah. Good good the main object is just to get the muscles warmed up and just give me a bit of confidence, really. Yeah. Kieran's one of the rivals in my my group of North staff, so we'll cut yeah, it there. We don't, don't give him anything else. <laughs> and another question is from Authentic Athletes. Um, they ask the question, did you get nervous before a marathon like you used to when you started, or do you still get nervous before races now? Is that Emma? Aimed at both of them? Yeah, so it's both I of think, you. So Emma start. I think um, mar- so marathons. No, I or, think. Or just um, anything in general. So any races. This like this year, like passes. I felt the pressure this year. Mm. I don't know if calls or you know local race. There's that expectation. Um, People locally know what kind of form you're in, what kind of training you're in. And there are certain races that I do feel the pressure. And I put the pressure on myself because I want to run well and, I, I, yeah. you know, I want a good result. So I, I do feel that pressure, especially, you know, locally. You you would you, People do look and you are going to be in that, that top three category, whereas some of the other bigger races that, sometimes you can go off to you know you're not going to be the first lady or second lady and sometimes that's a bit better because it just takes the pressure off you and i can just relax a bit more it's yeah. usually when you get your pbs because there's no pressure on you you can just cruise through yeah exactly could you say I mean, about myself, the local pressure yeah yeah i mean myself i don't get pressure i, I just enjoy racing so i don't care but when come second first 20th i'm not bothered but it's nice to win, obviously it is, but I just really enjoy racing. So if somebody beats me, I've had a good battle, that I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it, it, it is it is a good question to ask because I I do get nervous for before races. Not so much. It's the North Staff Roadrunner for some reason. I get nervous if I'm going to like Trentham and, and I'm, I'm looking round and looking up if they've got a if they've got an F on the back. I know you've got an A or a B for, for yourself, Ben and 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 Carl. But if looking and thinking, how many people are actually here? Is who's the, who's your rival? And I do feel a bit of there's a bit of. Pre- I suppose the podcast yeah, doesn't help. That's what makes it so good, North Staff Roadrunners. Yeah, it gives that competition for the that, different abilities. Yeah, the yeah, competitive edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think nerves, nerves are good though. If you mm. can deal with them and you're not one of these people who are like being sick at the, at the side on the start, nerves are good. It gets that adrenaline pumping. Yeah, totally. It shows you, you know, you want you want to run hard. You want to do do well. And if you can manage your nerves, it, they can be a, a positive. They can be a positive thing. Yeah, definitely. What trainers are you wearing? I know there's people out there that are interested in training. I don't really because I've only got I've got size 14 feet, so I just get what I'm given. But what what trainers are you wearing? Any means for running, not what you've got on your feet now. Yeah, not no. now, not now. <laughs> what trainers? Go on, Emma. What trainers do you wear for running in? See, I do um, my easy runs in Anark Infinity. Okay. I do um, my speed sessions in the Nike Tempos, and then. My race is in the Vaporfly 2. 
interesting this question because obviously it's a personal thing and I have been looking at the moment to swap in from that um, and trying out New Balance Asics. It's just knowing they're a lot of money and yeah. buying a shoe that's £220 to wear and then you don't you don't like it. So yeah. I'm, I'm at the moment, like I say, I do wear nights. I'm just, with the injury that I've had, a lot of other runners have had this injury with wearing these nags and i think what's done me is wearing a racing shoe to wrap in to do my training sessions in my speed sessions so i think that's aggravated the injury more rather than wearing um a a more supportive shoe um but it is something i'm looking at swapping around at the moment on shoes i'm just there's so many out there and they all say they do yeah they do amazing things and they all promise pbs I, i'd love to go to like a session and have all the different ref or run around the block swap <laughs> and do that because it's personal preference and i know i don't think Carl, oh, i don't think you wear nights do you i don't think uh yeah for racing i wear the alphas i like the alphas not the vapors uh, but right. training, I just run in Kayano, Asics Kayanos all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've run in them for 14 years and barely had an injury, so I'm not going to... Even doing it. a speed even doing a speed session? That's... Yeah, yeah, because I'm not bothered what I do in speed work. I don't care if it's slow, as long as I race fast. Yeah. I never look at my splits and, well, I do, but I don't care if they're slow, as long as I race fast. When that did you switch sense. over to carbon fibre-plated shoes? For myself, was during COVID. Mm. So, what reason then, to be fair? Yeah, my first race, I think, was um, Trafford 10k in them. And it was just, it's mad, really. You just feel like you're floating. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't feel like cool. they make you go faster. I feel like they make you maintain a good pace yeah. for longer. That, that's the, 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 the fatigue, I think the fatigue's less. Yeah, yeah. To some yeah. extent in, in the actual... They take the impacts, don't they, out, yeah. out of the legs yeah. and the muscles. Yeah. The legs Especially can... the alphas, they've got the extra bubble and it's just, you just feel like you're bouncing. See, I wore them at Utoxity and as much as I had a, a good run at Utoxity, I got a blister around six, seven miles because I was trying to think they would be my marathon shoe because that's what Nike say they're yeah. the marathon shoe, the vapors are the half. But I yeah. got a, a blister at, at six miles, and I'm thinking that I can't be having that in, in a marathon. Whether yeah. it's because it was a wet day, but it, it doesn't matter, does it? It could be a wet you day in a marathon. Ra- you talked just went? Yeah. Yeah, because I did that. It was, it was a very wet day. I think I even got a blister in the trainers that I wear, uh, and I wear them all the time and never have blisters. Yeah. I think when it rains and you're doing downhill, and up yeah. there, you've got more chance of getting blisters. Yeah, just a yeah. bit more rubbing, aren't you? A bit more friction. Do I kind of put them to one side, but maybe what size are they? Are <laughs> <laughs> the nice purple ones? <laughs> yeah, <that> <laughs> <laughs> so it might be that I, I, I try them again on maybe a drier day because I, I, I did like them. I did feel that they just give the legs, like you say, that little bit of bounce, and there wasn't impacts in a. You know, and I think that's what the the super shoes do now. They they do take the impact out your legs, so you don't get fatigued. So you can run these paces for longer, not necessarily run quicker, but you're able yeah. to sustain it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like I say, I'm size 14, so I'll just get what I'm given. Um, I Runs in flippers, scuba diving <laughs> flippers, right? Cardboard <laughs> box. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I buy, I buy the Adidas Adios Pro 3 and Rob just runs in the box. <laughs> Do you the like box. the Adidas? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've found the Adidas Pros really good, to be fair. I've had the twos and the threes. I've run a, a 10... Well, six miler the other day in the threes for the first time um, and found them really, really good. Um, but I, I like the range that they've got, the Adia, uh, the Adios ones. So I do races in the Pro 3. My sessions, I use the Takumi Sen. Um, and then in my easies, it's a bit of a firm ride, but I use the Bostons. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find all three of them are f- pretty comfortable um, and they're quite an affordable price in terms yeah. of super shoe price. So Adidas is my brand at the moment. I used to be uh, Hoka. I, I thought Hoka were brilliant, but they just wore out really quick. Um, so Adidas is doing That's me well at the moment. You, you do probably 200 miles in the night and they're absolutely trashed. Yeah. Pulling apart and trust. Yeah. Whereas KR knows you get 500 to 800 miles out of them. Yeah, classic shoe. Asics, I mean, they're, they're a brand that I think they did a very, very good. Uh, well, all of their sort of easy shoes are good and they're starting now to try and get into the super shoe, aren't they, with the meta speeds yeah, and stuff? Yeah. So I think that's going to be uh, soon. Uh, they'll, they'll start taking over a little bit, I think, because it's a really well known brand for running shoes. Trusted. So, I think that's coming to the end of the interview, um, I suppose what. So, we've got listeners out there that are to the standard that you are. Obviously, like we were saying, we've got people that listen who are running in North Staff Roadrunners. But for the people that have just started to run or are thinking about running, what is the key message? I know you've given us a top tip about consistency thing. What is a key message to start to run and to enjoy the run? What would you say? As a lasting message, lasting legacy, Carl. Enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, isn't it? I think if you don't enjoy it, yeah, definitely. Emma? I think for me, it's make it so it's it's your time, like so it's not a chore. Put your pods on, whether that's listening to a bit of, you know, a podcast, Tina Turner, whatever. Make it so it's your time. Clear your head, get away from the kids, get away from work, and just have a, a plod around, no matter what pace or how long you want to do it, how long you want to go for. If you're just starting out five minutes on the block, just with your ear, your ear pods on, and, and and yeah, get get your own headspace, your own time, your yeah. own me time. I think. I think. The listeners know, and then... of the podcast have heard here first. Emma Taylor trains with <laughs> Tina Turner. We know the secret now. We know the secret. Simply the best. Simply around, the best. Right <laughs> yeah, that's a really good. One. That's a really good tip. Go on. So we going to say imagine what. I was going to say that's what I imagine. Like you know, I I imagine myself running, crossing the line at Potter's with Tina Turner. Simply the best. Well, oh, not that state going like that. That's how I think that's what's going in my head when I run. So if anyone sees me now when I'm out running and I'm smiling, you know that's what I'm, you know that's what I'm Or oh, she's listening to our podcast. That's another one. She might be listening to our of podcast course. and smiling. There you go. Obviously. Of 
Thank you, guys. It's been it's been a pleasure. It's been really nice to get you on. I said we say this to every single guest, and I really do mean this. We will get you back on when you've got that three times winners when you've won the treble at Potter's oh, Off next year. I'm going to stop him. I'm going to stop him. <laughs> when you've done the treble, we will get you back on, and you can come and talk to us a little bit more because I've I've got so many more questions that I want to ask you. But so if we don't own... get the treble, no one knows. No, well, if you get if you don't get <laughs> yeah, if you don't yeah, if you don't get the treble, we'll get the we'll get whoever wins in. <laughs> no, we'll still get you in. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. We'll get you back in because I've I've really enjoyed today, and I think because you are elite runners, because you are so fast, it's nice to actually say see how down to earth you are that you aren't. You are serious about your running, but you just do it because you enjoy the running, and I think that's what nice is nice to see that. Carl, you are like you say. You just go out there. You enjoy it. You, you you go and do whatever you need to do with your with the easy runs, nine minute mile, ten minute miles, and yourself, Emma, listening to Tina Turner, going out there with your AirPods on, listening to listening to that, and not bothering about anything else, just getting your own headspace. And that's what's really nice to hear. That just so many nice people on the running scene as well. I've played football yeah. and done other sports, and you just think, sod this, I'm packing this in. There's just so many nice people. With, the yeah. North South Road Runners community is nice. All the abilities, all the age groups. You just basically talk to anybody. It's great. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's yeah. what I found as well. With with running is, obviously, we've got this podcast now, but I was welcomed wholeheartedly into it. And I met so many different people. And people come talk to you and, and introduce themselves, even if they don't know who you are. And you, when you're running past them, they're encouraging. So, yeah, it is It is a really nice It's a really nice atmosphere. Yeah. It's like a family. Yeah. It is, and I think, I mean, I don't do the North Stash road races, but, you yeah. know, I think you love your at the Stones, and Carl, the little, like, Karen Rushton sorted out with our name and number one, yeah, really staff and a little photo frame, was yeah. just lovely, and it's yeah. nice, you know, that, like you say, everyone is friendly, and regardless if you're super quick or you're not, no one cares, everyone's there on the day to just enjoy it and have a, yeah. a chat and have fun yeah yeah and i understand that if i was running 10 20 years ago i probably would not have had the chance of winning it because there was yeah. just so many top runners about it it does seem to be not as many around now but you can only beat who's there in front of you I'll, yeah that's it i'd have loved to have been running 20 years ago against them top people yeah yeah i wasn't thank you guys really enjoyed it and like i say we will get you back on um have you got any more questions, Ben, before we shoot off? No, I just want to say thanks for coming on the show. I think it's been really nice having a good chat with you. And, uh, you know, dodgy brummy lad with three <laughs> three people from Stoke, you know. Hopefully you'll speak to me if I bump into you at one of the races and not just turn away and think I don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's Early been nice to have a chat. Yeah. Off, Carl's not going to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be chasing him down. I will. <laughs> Nah, no. Good. I just want to say good luck to you while you're training. I think obviously Emma coming back from your injury. Hope that goes well. And um, both of you enjoy all your training and look forward to seeing what you what you achieve. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for the invite and good luck to both of you. Cheers. Thank, Thank you, you, Carl. Carl. Thanks for having us. Thank Cheers, you. Emma. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. I absolutely love that. It was an absolutely amazing interview. It was really nice to have the insight of two runners that are quite clearly achieving their targets, doing really well with the running scene, but also, as you pointed out, that are quite, well, very, very down to earth. Yeah. Um, and we could we could have just spoke all day about their running and running in general. So really, yeah, lovely. Really enjoyed it. 
yeah, good interview. Good. It was really good. And it's not like I say, it's nice to see them just talking real, talking real. And because you get this picture sometimes of the elite runners, they don't want to talk. They just want to focus on the running. They yeah. just want to get it, get it done. And, uh, and they're not really that bothered about talking to no. anybody else. Whereas actually, when you when I, I met Carl a couple of times, talked to Carl a couple of times, talked to, talked to Emma as well, and like he said, it is that community feel and it is that encouragement for people to get into running because it's it's such a nice it's such a nice thing to be able to do. So uh, yeah, it's really really good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, spawn. So let's have a look at the Strava leaderboard. We mentioned it briefly in the in the interview because Carl has joined. Um, Australia leaderboard. I'm sure Emma's going to try and join us as well, see if she can give a bit of rivalry to to call. So last week, Monday to Sunday, in third spot with 54.4 miles. Well done to the geezer from New Zealand, uh, Sean Moynihan. Well done, Sean. Mm, top man. Top man. In second spot with 55 miles, Christian Prince. So well done to Christian. Shout out to Christian. And then top of the shop this week with 70 miles. We answered a question for him, so getting some top tips from Carl, Mr. Kieran Bedford. So well done, Kieran. And this week uh, we have in third spot with 30.7 miles, we have Morgan Thompson. So well done to Morgan. In second spot with 37.1 miles, we have Pat Buckingham. He's done six runs this week, so well done to Pat. And then top of the shop, we've just had him on the show uh, with 44.1 miles, so he's on for a big, big week. Tapering so, down. Tapering down. <laughs> tapering down, it's madness. <laughs> top of the shop is Carl Moulton. Tapering down to get to that 50 miles a week is like, what? That's like a really, really heavy week for most people. But yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, that is. Well done to everybody that's that's come third, second, and first in the in the in the Strava leaderboard. And like we say, we will get Carl back on and Emma back on because mm. I had so many questions that I wanted to ask him, but obviously we didn't have all the time in the world, so it's a bit unfortunate, really. But if you've got any questions that you want to ask him, we can keep a bit of a backlog, uh, and we will pose them questions to them when they come back onto onto the show. Well, if we get him on after Potter's half, I want to ask Carl how he feels about me taking his uh, title away. <laughs> Obviously, we joke. That's never going to happen. Um, but yeah, what? Yeah, what? What lovely people! A great yeah. interview, and uh, I think um, more two more runners, hopefully, to the Strava leader board community. Yeah, and we can uh, we can keep track of their running. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll be back next week with a. Normal episode, if you want to call it normal, me and Ben. I'm not sure it is quite normal. Uh, but we have me and Ben back in the studio talking about how our week has gone with running. We'll have listeners' questions. So if you have got a listener's question, please send us a listener's question via Instagram to either myself or Ben or the couch to coached Instagram. Mm -hmm. We need some more followers on Instagram. We keep flirting with 1,000 followers. We were on 1,000 followers, I think it was 1,006 a couple of days ago and it's gone down it's 999 now so we need some more followers if you want to share ours uh, share around real people real people yeah real people share around instagram with friends and family or you can send questions in via the email 
at couch2coached at outlook.com and we will answer your questions. Uh, and we will look at couch reads. That's me next week. So I'll be looking at my new runner's world. It's just come in the post. So watch out for that. We'll be seeing if you can stay consistent after your big week. Absolutely. Absolutely. My big or week. You, or are you going to do a Dave Morton, as it's known on the running scene? <laughs> I'm not sure it's on the running scene, just on the couch to coach scene. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Sorry. I, I, I think we say sorry, Dave, at least once an episode. <laughs> Get some T-shirts with the word sorry, Dave, on the back. <laughs> so if you have any questions, let us know. And uh, we will see you all later. See you later.